How's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the You Know Adam Sane podcast, where you get to know a little bit more about people, passions, and all things business. Today, sitting across the way, I have Mr. Jeff Leggett of Pestmasters in Statesboro, Georgia. Welcome to the show. Man, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Jeff, uh, tell me a little bit about Pestmasters and what it is that you do. Well, we, um, Pestmasters is actually a franchise and um uh, we've actually started the franchise in 2006, uh, or went into the franchise in 2006, and um, we're, you know, a full pest control company to where we do pest control, termite control, but we also do wildlife removal. Okay. Um, we handle, um, which I try not to, snakes. <laughs> Um, you know you the know, fan of snakes? Uh, not not too much. I don't like snakes either. So, I'll be very uh, honest. Anything's with no legs and arms, I'm kind of yeah. weird. So you like frogs? Uh, frogs, I'm cool with. Uh, I'm frogs, I'm not cool with either. <laughs> I don't do frogs either. <laughs> so, uh, spiders, I don't like spiders. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know it's, it's anything that doesn't have any legs or anything that has eight. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm done. So I've just never. But um, so stepped into the franchise in 2006. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about the growth over this uh, past period of time from 2006. Yeah, I mean, we have basically started from from nothing. Uh, me and my partner, Brian Belinsky, um, you know, we were in the industry prior to purchasing the franchise here. And um, they um, we actually worked for a large company uh, together. You know, we started off with basically nothing. Yeah. You know, we knocked on so many doors. My hands were just sore every day. I yeah. mean, just going from town to town. I mean, just trying to kill it. You know, yeah. I mean, just doing it, you know, just doing the daily grind, um, introducing ourselves, introducing our company, um, handing out business cards, pens, anything that we can, you know, generate, you know, you know, a welcoming sense and, and to, to let people know that we service the area. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you know anybody in sales or service, they know that you know probably door knocking is probably the, one of the hardest things to get used to as far as you know trying to get. Do out you have there any stories of like uh, kind of like did you get like doors slammed in your face? Oh like, yeah, yeah, no, you do. I mean, you get you 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 know about one out of every you know seventy five doors that you go to. I mean, you're going to get a sale. So those, yeah. you know that's seventy four notes. Oh, okay. You know, so you get one out of every 75 that you go to. And sometimes it's even hard to depend on where you're at. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you get you get a lot of no's. And, and and do you do that for businesses or do you do that for both, homes? Both. 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 You, know, we, you know, the commercial side of the industry is is more profitable um, than, than the residential side. But, you know, residential is a little bit more steady, mm-hmm. um, you know, more likely to, to be sustained. But – you know, we went to more residential than anything else, but that was the hardest thing starting off, man. I mean, we knew the industry inside and out. Um, we you know, knew how to talk to people, um, you know, knew what to do. But when you get 74 no's every day, yeah, you know, somebody it's just, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard mentally, you know, so you're, you're wondering if you made the right decision. Wow. You know, and um, how long of a period did that go for? Um, we were, we, I mean, every day that we had a chance, I mean, if we didn't have a job that day, we were out door knocking and, and networking. Yeah. Um, you know, and that probably went on for a good three years. Wow. You know, and and just 
we were, you know, we, we did, I hated door knocking. I hated it. I hated it, man. I mean, I love to introduce myself, but when you're a stranger yeah, knocking on somebody's door, not everybody's going to be happy to or welcome you. you I, know? I think there's something immensely valuable for the audience here, right? You know, three years of kind of like this, can we call it a struggle? Struggle, yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that definitely. Right. To get to where you are today, which is like immense growth, you had to spend so much time and go through so many no's. Um, did you change, well, in, at the end of that three years, did you change something to allow it to get better? Or what exactly happened to transition <laughs> out of that? Uh, we we learned how to create business any way that we could to where we didn't have to door knock. Okay. You know, because at that time it was my partner and I, and that was it. We had one staff that was working in the office. Um, so we did everything that we could to where we didn't have to door knock. Yeah. You know, so that was selling jobs. Gotcha. You know, so we just were just trying to do anything and everything to create work to where we didn't have to door knock. Yeah. Because when you create, you know, once you find that, you know, have that job that you can do for that day. It's a lot easier to network within that job where you're at, whether it be referrals or, um, you know, if it's a place of business, the employees that are there um, to be able to create new business from there. Because you already, you know, created that trust. That's right. You know, you don't have to That's right. fight for that that trust anymore. That's right. So we found new ways to to network and, and generate, you know, new business other than, than door knocking. And then, too, we didn't do a lot of advertising. Mm. And we still really don't. We do just all word of mouth. Yeah, um, which is the best, honestly. Like, if you um, if you get a referral from a friend, it meets so much more. Right? It does. Like, if you say, hey, who do you use for pest control? And you say, hey, I use Jeff. I mean, that's it's the <laughs> hardest thing in, in the service industry. You know, when you're speaking of sales, you know, it's not selling a job. It's first gaining the trust of the customer mm-hmm. because before that they're just shut off. Sure. They're, they're, they're you're, I mean, you're just, it's hard to break that barrier before you gain that trust. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, it's, and, and I think in this day and age, you're hit with so many advertisements at oh, any yeah. given time. Everybody wants to sell and they can smell it from a mile away. Right. right? Um, but that word of mouth is so valuable yeah, because yeah. it brings like, you know, the reputation, your reputation, everything into the picture. Right. Um, so extremely valuable. Great strategy. Uh, I find your story extremely fascinating in, in all of this. Um, you know, one of the questions I have is what kept you going during those first three years? Because obviously there was, you know, that kind of like challenge. I, you know, I hate door knock- knocking, but I'm having to do it every single day. What kind of like kept you going during my that inspiration? Of time? Yes. Uh, my wife and two kids. Yes. You know, having to, you know, my wife actually, you know, she, well. Was she supportive? Yes, very much so. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, golly, she's, she's still my rock. Yeah. You know I mean? She's, she's been there. Shout out rock. Yeah. I'm telling you, right. <laughs> so, I mean, she's just, you know, um, she's amazing. So, I mean, um, at that time when we purchased in 2006 the franchise, we were, she was, we were expecting our second child. We okay. bought a new home, moved into the new home. Same month. This is all within the same month. Okay. Quit my job, started a new business. Okay. You know, and so, I mean, three major things were going on at the time that yeah. we were opening up this business. Yeah. So, 
you know, and she took off a year from work, you know, and so that those play a huge factor in making you get out there and get out of bed. And no other to, choice. You don't. You don't. Uh, you know, and that determination is 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 powerful. Yeah. Um, you know, in here, I think a lot of times entrepreneurs they're waiting waiting for the right moment, mm. the right time. Oh yeah. What it sounds like to me is that you know I, it, it's just kind of just. Well, let me tell you, and it was it was it was really amazing. It was hard to make that step, you know, in any type of you know, you know, change, change, you know, starting your own business, doing anything is that that first step is is, is huge, hard, very hard. Um, listen, I, I I spent probably six months praying about it mm, before before, and you know, and and basically. Told God that, you know, listen, I'm moving forward. You know, you put up a red light, you put up a brick wall if you don't want me to do this. Yeah. But I'm going to move forward because I know it's the right thing to do. You, you know, from what you've been telling me, so you just give me the direction. And I mean, everything just was lining up. Yeah. You know, so tell me about that. So this is this is actually super fascinating because there's. Oftentimes, like, you know, you know, in business or while, while we are on our entrepreneurial journey, there's things that just kind of like happen like, oh, yeah. oh like a location just opened up right. or, or, hey, like I, I'm looking for a truck and all of a sudden the truck appears. Like, was that like that for you yeah. kind of like yeah, stepping of into it? You know, just kind of, you know, a little bit of backstory on, on me and what kind of drove me to have my own business. Um, my grandfather, you know, lived in Savannah. He owned you know, some flower shops in Savannah for oh, he did. many years, you know, and remember going. Big flower guy, huh? Oh, yeah. Huge, man. Are you him still and, into flowers or like plants no, and that sort of I, thing? I, did, did, I, hate, I hate flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I hate flowers. <laughs> I'd have to go and clean them up every day after school. I'd have to go and clean uh, up. Oh, okay. I'm like, man, I hate, I hate flowers. So, but yeah, I mean, but he did great with it, you yeah. know, and he taught me a lot. You know, my grandfather is just, you know, just. You know, like what a lot of people say, he's my hero. You know, I mean, he's, yeah. you know, he's taught me a lot about entrepreneurship. Um, you know, the do's and don'ts. You know, so it he really drove me to owning my own business, whatever it was. Um, ha- kind of happened into pest control, and fell in love with it. Um, but once I did. What what was the story there? So like I want to I want to dig in. I want to I want to find the backstory. Yeah, story. yeah, what, no, what no, it's there? great, man. I mean, it's great. You know, they got out of high school. Yeah. Um, started going to college. Went to Georgia Southern. Uh, was about three years in. Um, my wife and I, um, at the time, were not married, but we married young. I was. 22 wow she was 21 when wow. we got married and then a year later we had a child yeah. unexpectedly so they um i ended up quitting dropping out of school okay she continued which you didn't finish i did not finish okay went three years in still you know and um didn't go back because i was working part-time at the time and you know and she was working full-time and going to school and um, so I, she stopped, you know, with um, school and work, you know, and I started working full time. Yeah, to support. Right. Okay. So and uh, and at the time I was working a part time job and 
started working for a large company in Statesboro, a pest control company. It was so yeah. when you were part time, you were already in pest control. I was not in pest control at okay. the time, but what I was, was that part time job? Lowe's. Hey, working okay. at Lowe's, man. Working at Lowe's. I mean, I'd you know be in school all day, go into Lowe's at about four o'clock, and work until you know eleven. Uh-huh. You know, and it was just killing me coming back home and studying. You know, just the normal college stuff. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then you found this full-time position. Right, at a pest control company. Okay. And, and did they there. seek you out or kind of like? Yeah, they actually did. Okay. So, I mean, it was cool. So, I mean. They pushed it from Lowe's, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, you know, you know, um, it was actually my partner now, his father-in-law was on the business, you know, and and um, started working, man. And that's how I met my partner and, um, you know, fell in love with the industry, man. Just, I mean, just saw so much of opportunity. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've, I've always been a sort of a bug guy, you know, like interested yeah. in, you know, the science behind it, the biology behind it. So it, um, just really fell in love with it, but they, um, you know, going from there, um, one of the things my grandfather told me that he, I always remember him and I speaking about, he always told me, whatever you do, by the time you're 30, have your plan together. Mm. So my goal from from that time, from as long as I can remember, is I want to have a I want to have my own business by the time I'm thirty. Yeah, that was just my goal. You know, yeah. if you don't have a goal, where are you going? Yeah, yeah. So and that was in your mind, right? All, all from y'all, and um, so actually in March 2006, I was 29. April 2nd was my birthday. Okay, and. March 2006, we opened the business, and it was just a few days before my 30th birthday. Yeah. So that, again, was my drive and my, my purpose of, of going through. But Thank you, grandfather. Anyway, I mean, I'm telling you, man, my granddad, was he was awesome. Yeah. Super, just wicked smart. Yeah. Yeah, with, you know, about business. Uh, I love to share his How ideas. How much time did you get to spend with him? Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, all the time. All the time. I mean, every afternoon from, you know. You know, I grew up in Savannah um, up until 80, 81, you know, but and about that, at that time he was, you know, retired uh-huh. and they moved. We all moved, you know, to Statesboro. And, um, but I just spent every afternoon after school with him, you know, and, you know, it just, just learned so, so much. But um, the, you know, when I was working, at the you know corporate level of this company, um, actually before then when we first started, <clears throat> I was a technician um, doing a commercial route service in restaurants sure. such as your, you know, yours, and doing that you know every day, and um, back of my mind I always had that goal you know of wanting to move up as anybody would up on the ladder. Yeah. Um, so I was always asking questions. You know, always kind of wanting to be with those, you know, certain people that want to succeed, mm. you know, instead of wanting to kind of slack off and all that. I mean, I just, just maintaining just, the status quo. Right, right. Just want to be there, you know, whatever I needed to do, man. I mean, I was I was right there. And about four years in, I had an opportunity to be to get into management um, with with the, the corporate company and um and it was a little rough. I mean, because I spent every weekend for 
about a year in Atlanta. So I mean, I'd go up there to train. Yes. So, Why did they have to train you up in Atlanta? Oh, uh, that was where it was in McDonough. So I mean, it was that's the center. Yeah, that was okay. their, where the location was for the. Um, I'd have to go there in Forest Park, and it would be every Friday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then drop home Sunday for a year. For a year. Why such a long? Uh, man, it, they were just it's it's an intense, you know. What were they teaching you? Uh, just I mean everything about you know budgeting. Um, I mean, it was basically like going to school. I mean, it was different. Um, different people would come in to train us throughout the company, and um, whether it be teaching how to deal with folk people, yeah, um, you know, they did a lot of, and, and it wasn't wasn't just us or just me. I mean, it was other people, other people well. within yeah. the region that were going through the same program. Uh-huh. Um, so they had, you know, HR was was in there teaching us about the do's and don'ts of, sure. of HR. Um, so it was inter- it was interesting, and it was part of my strategy of, of my goal, you know, to reach my goal. Yeah. You know, I wanted to go through that. But one of the hardest things for me there too, which a lot of people called me an idiot for doing it. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize as a technician, you're. I mean, our you know, technicians make a good amount of money. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can either make $40,000 a year or you can make $100,000 a wow. year. Wow. Depending on how hard you Correct. push yourself. Yeah. Right. So, and I was, you know, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, there was years that I was making, you know, 75, you know, 70, $75,000 a year. Just, That's great money. You know, treating bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but it was it, it, long nights, you know, working hard, busting your tail, man, just getting out there, just, doing your daily thing man yeah and transferring from that to management huge pay decrease that's so fascinating <clears throat> to me yeah it was a very hard pill to swallow i had when i got the opportunity to go into management i had just bought a brand new truck <laughs> i mean it was like my 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 first truck that I had from you know since yeah. high school. You yeah, know? yeah, and it was yeah. my truck. Yeah, you know? I've signed the papers, everything. Love it. I mean, it was my baby. Yeah. You know? and I did I probably had it for a year, mm-hmm. probably not quite. And to take this position, breaking down our budget, my wife and I, I'd have to sell my truck. Oh wow! You know and. Oh, man, it was just, you know, a guy's truck in the South, man. That's like they're, you know, <laughs> like, that's like they're your right yeah, arm, you know what I mean? that's right. That's right. So, <clears throat> I, so you know, sold your truck. Sold my truck. Oh, wow. Sold my truck. Talk about sacrifice. Yeah, sold my truck. You know, we, we got rid of some, you know, some other things. Um, you know, we didn't have to sell the house, didn't do anything like that, but – we did have to sit down and, and redesign our budget and and sacrifice some things, and it was my, I mean, it was almost in you know, I was not getting very much money, you know, not as much as what I was creating before. Um, so why so did you we make were, that decision? That was my green light, saying, "All right, this is my chance to gain as much knowledge knowledge as I can." From this large company, you know, See the that's invaluable. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. priceless. So, 
you know, I wanted to have as much knowledge as I could before I made that step of, you know, going out on my own. Yeah. And there was, there were several people within, you know, that were technicians, friends of mine that were just like, man, you're crazy. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah. You know, you know, and I'm just in the back of my mind is like, I'm like, I got this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll be fine. Yeah. You know, this is, this is. This is the line that we're walking. This we're, we're, I'm going to reach my goal. I, I think this is huge. You know, that I even in my career, uh, there was a time when I had to take a pay cut. Yeah. But you know, it's kind of it, it's one of those things where the reasoning behind it was to then gain more knowledge, right? And have kind of like a delayed gratification. Not I don't need the money right now because the money at the in the future will come. Exactly. Um, and that is something that's really important. I think, in fact, that's something that's missing in a lot of kind of like the team members that, you know, that are coming on uh, that I see, right? Like in, in employees at, 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 you know, the different restaurants, so forth and so on. And I think that's something important to look at is like, you know, it, it's money's invaluable, right? You still have to have money. Money's important. Sure. But in the other hand, you have to look at, you know, to a certain extent, your expenditures, like what do you have going out the door, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, what are you learning? Are you learning anything? If they paid you, you know, a ton of money, but you're not gaining, growing, like you're the, individually, you're not growing, in my opinion, it's not worth it. Right. It's not worth it. Right. So, I mean, in my eyes, that pay decrease, I, it really wasn't a decrease. I was investing. In the future. You know, right. Yeah. So, it um it was inval- invaluable. I mean, I I learned so much. Yeah. My and I that played a huge role in being able to make that step in March of 2006 of going out on my own. Yeah. That confidence. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, really what I, you know, that's what really helped me. Yeah. Um you know, I was bound and determined due to my grandfather, I was going to do it by the time I third, you know, yeah. before I turned 30 anyway, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, you know, I, I just think when you fail, you're not failing, you're learning, Yeah. you know, and that's the way I see it. I mean, we've, we failed so many, de- I made so many wrong decisions. I made more wrong decisions in my, in my entrepreneurship, you know, from 2006 to now. I mean, more fail. I've been more of a failure in my decisions mm. than I've, you know, been, you know, made the right decision. Mm. I mean, but I, I see those as learning experiences, and you know, gr- being able to grow. I mean, yeah. you, you know, how are you going to grow if you don't step out and try? I mean, yeah. try different things. You know, holy grail. Yeah. You know, wishy grail. Yeah. You know, I, what if you? I mean. Imagine you you just having that still in your mind, yeah, and not taking that step. It's a it's a definitely a leap of faith. It is right. It's like you know, hey, let me let me see, put it out into the market, and uh, see kind of like what the reaction is and adjust. Right. I I was actually on a call with a large organization. Um, they basically make music, uh, like customized music, and I'm working with them with one of my organizations uh, for production. And I think I was talking to, you know, the business development team and they said something interesting, fascinating to me. They said, let's just go ahead and do it. We'll, we'll, we'll throw this out there. 
we'll figure it out. There's, we're probably going to break a bunch of things along the way. Yeah. But let's do this first and then kind of like, you know, look back on it and then learn from it, right? And I think a lot of times entrepreneurs are afraid to do that first step. How'd that make you feel? I mean, like when they told you, I was like, hey, let's, 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 let's do it. Yeah. I was like, hey, let's go. It makes it easy, right? Like it's it, instead of like, oh, we have to plan. So I, I think there's a balance in here because caution is also important. You just can't be like wild and just like right. be throwing stuff at the right. wall. But, you know, taking those steps one step at a time and saying, hey, let's give this a try. Okay, what could we do better? Right. And looking back on it. Right. Learn. Yes. I mean, you're constantly learning. How are you going to learn if you don't fail? That's right. I mean, that's, that's, this is huge, man. I mean, so many people don't take that, you know, they, they don't take that step within, you know, whether it's, you know, just in your daily life, whether it's, you know, asking your girlfriend, you know, to marry her, you know, taking that leap, leap whether it's business, yeah. you know, just, just do it. Yeah. You know, take it. You're going, I mean, if you fail, you fail, get that's up, right. you know, go back at it. Yeah. You know, that's the fun part about it. So. Take me, uh, so we, we kind of have gone through the beginning stages of, you know, the story. Um, at what point does it turn? And do you remember a moment where you were like, okay, this is starting to kind of like feel better? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, it uh, it does get better. I mean, I mean, there was, I mean, I can remember counting the amount of, customers that we had i remember going and getting to 20 yeah. just, you know and just being like golly thank you so much uh-huh. yeah we reached 20 customers yeah. you, know, you know and just counting up and and realizing that you know seeing the growth was just so cool but do you ever get to a point to where you're comfortable uh, you know do you uh, really love it you know yeah i mean you get you know financially stable within your business to where you don't have to worry about too much, but do you ever get comfortable? Do you? I Always mean, seeking more. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, if, you know, if you're not constantly changing, you're behind already. Mm. So, and if you're not looking for what's going to make you change, you're you're already behind. Man, that's a gem right there. So, it. I don't think you're ever comfortable. If you are, you better be careful. Yeah, you know, because something's about to happen. And it ain't going to be good. I love that. So it's just kind of have, you know, it's kind of like having, you know, your guard up constantly. I mean, you have to. Yeah. This world is changing. I mean, I went to, I was in high school from 1990 to 94. Mm. You know, that, I mean, that seems like a long time ago, but I mean, there was not cell phones yeah cordless cell phones at the time yeah you know i think 94 we had these big huge brick phones did you have one no i actually had there was the company called cellular one here in statesboro uh-huh uh buddy of mine keith worked for him and he installed it was a truck phone it was kind of like you know it was hooked to your <laughs> truck you can- yeah. Examine the hands. Yeah. Like, and it was just, it was huge. It was, it was the huge. size of a small baby. Yeah. I mean, it had a cord and everything, you know, and I thought I was the coolest kid. I mean, all the guys had them, you know, you were just like, even if we weren't talking to anybody, we were just riding down the road, <laughs> you know, just chilling, just, you know, uh-huh. and it was just the coolest thing. But technology, I mean, from year to year, Yeah. you know, I mean, just look at your iPhones that I mean they're coming out with different iPhones every year yeah you know and the technology behind that is is changing it's it's almost identical to to business I mean 
whether or not I would, you know, like Facebook advertising. You know, I was a big, you know, and still am, do a lot of Facebook advertising. Yeah. Um, you know, and but looking at Twitter, you know, Instagram, um, you know, looking at LinkedIn now. You know, LinkedIn is just is starting to really increase, and, yep. and um, you know, if you're not, if I started this business in two, you know, two thousand six, you know, when Facebook really wasn't, sure, you know, around, and and I just kept that thing, that thing in my mind. Wow, yeah. I don't need to do it. Yeah, you know, you're not changing. You're not. Yeah. You've got to, you know, adapt. If, adapt to it. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's uncomfortable for, yeah. for folks, you know, especially if you grew up when we didn't have computers, you know, and just, yeah. you know, we were listening to cassette tapes, you know. I mean, I was, oh, man, don't get me started on that. I was, <laughs> I did not want to let loose of my cassette tapes when CDs came out, man. Yeah. I was like, I am not falling for that trap. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have my cassette tapes. But I folded, man. You still, you still got them? Oh no, I don't have them. <laughs> you got I think them? I do have a couple of them. I think I have, <laughs> I have like, uh, oh golly, when did it come out? '94, Pearl Jam. Okay. Uh, Nirvana. I think I, you know, got a few of those. Aerosmith. Um, Love that. You know, so, um, but yeah, every now and again I'll pop it in and and give it a listen. Yeah, teach my kids a little something. <laughs> You know, so, but, um, talk to me, talk to me about the growth of, that you've experienced, like, you know, uh, these past couple of years for past yeah. masters. Um, which is, is, is cool, man. Um, I say pest controls recession proof. I don't think any business is recession proof. Um, but there's always going to be bugs, but there will be, and you know, especially in Southeast Georgia, man, there's, <laughs> you're, there's always, there's always bugs, man. You know, and, and and that's one of the things that I saw in this industry that I fell in love with was that that comfort. I mean, you know, of knowing that there's always going to be insects. Sure. You know, um, but the just the joy of you know meeting new folks. Yeah. I mean, how I met you, you know, your dad. Mm. Um, you know, it's just a you know a lot of fun to me. But I see growth. You know, within the last several years i mean we've service uh, you know not only statesburg but we service you know savannah uh-huh. um down to townsend georgia wow um how big is your team um we have 14 wow um employees right now but we stretch out all the way up to myrtle beach charleston beaufort we just started um, just got a large contract over in Columbia, South Carolina, uh-huh. um, which will be opening up a office over there. So we have an office over in Beaufort, South Carolina, Savannah, here in Statesboro, and then opening up one in, in Columbia. Um, you know, within before the end of the year. What would you say is the secret sauce? Uh, employees, man. Yeah. Employees taking care of your employees. I mean, I, I may. Pay them a little too much, but <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I really try to take care of them. Yeah, you know, and I'm not, you know, I say it's because I, I was in their shoes. Sure. You know, at one time, I, I, I think about that, but you know, investing into your employees is is huge to me, um, and it's just I think it's mainly because I was there. Yeah, you know, and I. I, you know, when I was there, 
there were some management that people want to be recognized. People yeah. want to be, you know, heard and seen and just say, thank you, you know, here, thank you every now and again. You know, so I, I make a point to, if I'm speaking to, you know, one of my guys on the phone, I just tell them, hey, man, thanks. Appreciate your help. You know, Huge. all you do, you know, and just every time, I mean, just, and I, but I do, it's, it's, it's did genuine. You get, did you get that when you were? And it's funny, because like, some management, no, didn't get it at all. Yeah. It's, why didn't you do more? You know, but, you know, there there was a majority that were really good in management that I, I really still, and I still look up to. Yeah. And I call and talk to, you know, to get advice from them still. Mm-hmm. But um, they, uh, but yeah, my team, my team is great. Yeah. We have a really good team. And it's everything that we do. I mean, I, I, my office manager, Lexi, mm-hmm. I texted her last night or after, right after work. I was just like, look, I appreciate what you do. You know, just yeah. couldn't, you know, couldn't do it without you. Yeah. She's yeah. great. You know, so. Even though I think she's mad at me sometimes because I forget, <laughs> I forget my appointments. So I, I apologize, Lexi. And just go ahead and throw it out on the podcast. My fault. <laughs> Now nah, she's great though. She she you, she takes care of me, uh, you know. Regardless of if I do miss it, miss it or not, she's willing to you know take that step and kind of like cover. Yeah. So um, your team is amazing. Uh, Thank you. Every single one of them that I've interacted with, there's a sense of professionalism, and I think it stems from really like the way that you lead them, right? Like I think that everything comes back to uh, an entrepreneur is a leader of sorts, right? Sure. The only way that you're able to build an organization as large as the one that you have is by creating like uh, leadership, not only within your employees, but also within yourself. Uh, yeah. Right? That's... And so that that is very visible, right? Because it flows down, right? The way that, um, you know, your employees carry is a representation of the way sure. that you carry yourself. Right. Um, but it is absolutely amazing what you've been able to do. And I find it fascinating that even though we've been sitting here kind of like talking about uh, pest masters, it hasn't been so much about the pests themselves, but much rather about like the business behind it. Mm-hmm. And you've done a phenomenal job. If there is a word of advice for entrepreneurs out there that you would kind of leave them with, what do you think it would be? <laughs> Have faith in yourself. You know, I mean, especially if you're wanting wanting or thinking about taking that step, you know, have faith in yourself deep down, man. I mean, if you, you know, it's never going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Nothing is, you know, but you've, you've got to take that leap. And um, once it becomes easy, again, you, you better watch out because, yeah. you know, something's, something's going to happen. So, you know, just have faith in yourself, man, you know, and don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. And do it by 30. Yes. <laughs> yes. Throw, throw Goals, it back. Man. No, I'm telling you, let me tell you, and I, you know, it's, it's funny you say that. I mean, because, man, every one of my guys know, you know, that, I mean, I, I harp on this all the time. Goals. I mean, yep. if you don't have goals, what are you doing? What yeah. are you doing every day? Yeah. You know, where do you want to be? I mean, I ask my guys all the time. I meet with them, you know, twice a twice a month. You know, and one of the first things I say is, where do you want to be next month? Yeah. You know, you know, mentally, physically, financially, yeah. everything. Yeah. And I want to, you know, they know that I'll do whatever I need to do to make sure that happens. Yeah. 
So I kind of leave it up to them. So, but you know, always have goals. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Jeff, thank you for being a part of our community. Adam, thank you thank for you. the services that you provide. I appreciate you greatly. And that's the show. Thank you.